Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming that you out there in listener land know everything or anything that there is to know about IIHF and or forgiveness. Today, we are continuing our series on the Winter Olympics, uh, and I have with me my co-host, Rachel, our usual baseball guru, and Rebecca, who is our hockey person, and today she is our hockey person. Amazing. You get to be a hockey person again. You do. You do. Yeah, until they make ice baseball, I've got to figure out something. What was the one we just learned about, Bandy? That sounds like it might be kind of similar. Yeah, if, if, if baseball and hockey had a weird baby. Yeah, it'd be Bandy, right? So yeah. it kind of, Bandy kind of looks like, and I know this is going to sound stupid. Oh, dear. Field hockey on ice. It does. <laughs> but but Bandy on grass has a different, uh, there's a different word for it. Grassy? <laughs> okay, anyway. So, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's hockey in the Olympics. Is yes, there? yes, there's there is hockey in the Olympics. And in terms of USA hockey, there's exciting hockey and there's god damn it hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. The exciting hockey is the women's hockey. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. That's a great guess, Nancy. Thank you. Um so the IIHF, which which you mentioned in the intro, is the International Ice Hockey Federation. Um, they're the ones who set the rules for international hockey play. So mm-hmm. their their rules govern the Olympics as well. Of course, there are two different tournaments, one for the men and one for the women. There are 10 teams in the women's tournament. There are 12 teams in the men's. Basically, the teams only from different difference. Countries. That's correct. Basically, the only difference in the way they are played is that there's no checking allowed in women's hockey. And when you say checking, you mean? That's when they, like, you run up to someone and you smash them into the boards. It's a defensive strategy. Oh, you can't do that in women's hockey? You cannot do that in women's hockey. In general? In in international competition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Body contact is allowed. So, Mm -hmm. like... If you run into someone, you're not necessarily going to get penalized. You're allowed to, like, you know, kind of get up in their business and push them around and stuff like that. You're just not allowed to, like, tackle them. Like Right. And then football. you got to go in the naughty corner. Yes, exactly. you got to okay. go in the sin bin. Yeah. <laughs> timeout. Um, yes, the timeout box. All of those things, yeah. Um, so, basically, ice hockey in the Olympics is the same as ice hockey as we know it in the u.s and the nhl and the professional women's hockey cluster players no they changed I, their name they just changed they it. did yeah per, is it yeah. premiere is that what it is it might be premiere yeah oh my shirt um, is outdated i know mine too <laughs> um so uh what was i saying about that Oh, yeah. So the, the rules are essentially the same. There's six players for each team on the ice at any one given time. Usually that is a goalie, two defenders, and three forwards. But depending on the situation, whether there are penalties going on or something, some other scenario, there might be no goalie, extra defenders, extra forwards, etc. Um, 
but at no time should you ever have more than six players on the ice. It's just usually the composition that might change. Gotcha. Um, the, they are all played in games of three minute, three minute, Jesus, that would be a really <laughs> fast game. Three periods of 20 minutes each with 15 minute breaks um, in between, 15 minute intermissions. Um, if there's a tie in a metal round game, any metal round game, there's um, uh, overtime, which is five minute sudden death. So whoever scores first wins. In the gold medal game, if there is a tie, there's a 20 minute sudden death period. Um, typically speaking, um, when you have a five minute sudden death, there's no intermission between the third period and the five minute sudden death. But when you have, in, like in, in NHL playoffs, um, is the same as this gold medal situation. You would play the full third period, you would have a full 15-minute intermission, and then you would have a 20-minute sudden death period. Yeah, I mean, it seems After, like you want to let them rest if they've got to do a whole other period. I don't know. I kind of feel like you shouldn't let them rest, yeah. because then okay. the game It'll will actually end. Faster. Oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. But... The the difference with international play is that after that sudden death period, if nobody scores, it's still tied, they go to a shootout. Mm -hmm. And in NHL hockey, in the playoffs, there's no shootout. You play until somebody breaks that tie. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, Timothy Jimothy Oshie, who plays for the Capitals, uh, is famed for his... Um, his his name is Timothy shots. Jimothy. No, <laughs> it's TJ. It's we TJ. just call him. It's TJ Oshie. We just call him Timothy Jimothy. Oh, okay. Because why not? We also have Anthony Mantha now, which is fun. Timothy Jimothy and Anthony. 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 Anyway, that's that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but TJ Oshie Oshie um had some amazing amazing um shootout goals in a prior Olympics. So he's really fun to watch. I'm of course I'm biased because he plays for my team, but mm -hmm. um, so also in international competition, the ice is larger than NHL ice. Oh, interesting. Um, yes. It's about 13 feet wider than the oh. NHL. Um, I'm which, just imagining like they go to check somebody and like, the board's 13 <laughs> feet away. Yeah. Like that's well, not a small difference. Yeah, no, I know. it's not a small difference. It it really does change play. I'm sure you, you yeah. hear a lot of stories about international players coming to the U.S. to play mm. in North America mm -hmm. and playing in and these running into the walls ranks. a lot. <laughs> well, they have to. They do. They have to like change their awareness of I'm the sure. ice. Like you're used to reading the ice in one way or playing the puck in one way, and it's totally different in North America, um, which could lead us to be at a disadvantage in international competition. But um, so generally speaking, again, there no difference between the, the men and the women in this case. The teams are split into groups. Um, they're groups of three or, or four, excuse me, four or five. Um, you play like a mini tournament in your group. The winner of the group and the second ranked team in that group with the best record advances to the quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. The other teams left over play qualification playoff games. Um, both men's and women's are uh, U.S. teams are in group A for their respective mm -hmm. sports. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the men are in Group A with Canada, Germany, China. Um, China qualified because they're the host country. Hmm. And then the women are in Group A with Canada, Finland, Russian Olympic Committee, and Switzerland. Hmm. So the God damn it portion of hockey <laughs> that I want to touch on is is in fact the men's team. So um yeah. the the NHL was supposed to go to the Olympics this year. There was supposed a whole, to allow when, their players to go to the Olympics. Yeah. Yes, yes. There was a, a whole thing when the when the NHL Players Association and the league negotiated the most recent um, collective bargaining agreement. There was a provision to allow players to go to the Olympics. They even built in a two-week break into the NHL schedule this year. So that historically this doesn't happen, right? Because the the Winter Olympics falls right during the hockey season. Yes. And NHL teams don't release their players to go to the Olympics, right? No, actually, well, they the other started way doing historically that. they do. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. it's the last, the last um, Olympic, the last Winter Olympics. They did not, and it caused oh, okay. a whole like shit. That fest. was what I, I, I remembered that they did not in the previous one, and I had just assumed yes. that was yeah. Yes. And for a while, okay. pro pro athletes weren't allowed at the Olympics. So before that, that's that true. Might... Yeah, that might have. Been but I mean, there do. there are current NHL players who are olympic medalists and like they played in the nhl at the time that they medaled so like it's still within the realm of these players lifetimes Hmm. it's just the the previous olympics that Mm -hmm. uh the uh the guy in charge gary bettman said no we're not doing that so this year they were supposed to go of course we are still in the midst of a global pandemic Mm -hmm. um as of january 14th the NHL has postponed 127 games due to, <laughs> yes, due to either players testing positive for COVID and having to be quarantined, um, or especially in the case of some of the Canadian teams, um, the like density requirements in mm. the province changing. Uh. So like they sold tickets to the game at a hundred percent density mm-hmm. and the province has changed it to be that you can only have X number of people or X percentage of people in that space. And so instead of refunding half the people's tickets, right. they've postponed the games presumably in the hopes that they will be able to have them with a full audience rather than having them with no audience. So um, the, the, NHL has decided that instead of that two-week break for the Olympics, they're going to use that as a way to reclaim some time for some of these um, postponed games. Uh, I don't expect that they're going to be able to fit 127 games into two weeks. Uh, but the NHL has done crazier things. Um, <laughs> but it, But it will allow for the season to end more on time than it would have if they kept the break and then had to add those games on at the end. Right. Um, so the the flip side of this that's really cool is that the roster includes a whole bunch of players who would not normally get this kind of opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it involves uh, a handful of players who play currently in European leagues, but are American, mm-hmm. um, in the American Hockey League, league, which is the league that feeds into the NHL. And the majority of the team is from the NCAA, which is, I think, pretty yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. getting college students the opportunity to participate in the Olympics is pretty freaking cool. Um, the men's team only has one player returning from the 2018 team. So it's essentially a brand new team. Um, the coach is David Quinn, who is the former head coach of the New York Rangers. The really frustrating part is that a couple of years ago, USA Hockey named a new assistant executive director, um, and his name is John Van Beesbrook. Van Beesbrook is a Hall of Famer goalie. Um, he's been a player and a coach for uh, 40 years, um, maybe longer. Uh, the problem is that he's also kind of a racist. And when I say he's kind of a racist, I mean, when he was coaching a junior team for the Ontario Hockey League, the OHL, he called the captain of his team, who was a black uh, player, who was 19 years old at, his time, at the time, he called him the N-word in front of all of his teammates. Um, and, and apparently it wasn't the only time. Like it happened, it happened multiple times. Um, but of course, hockey. Was, so he kept his job. Yeah. Actually, shockingly, oh. he didn't. The, oh. the OHL came down with like the harshest fine that we've ever seen. They fined him fifty thousand um, dollars, and he resigned. I suspect mm. he was like pushed out the door, and it's just mm-hmm. like a legal resignation yeah, rather yeah, than a firing. Yeah. Um, and he had to, um, I don't remember the right word. He essentially had to give up his like shares of ownership of the team. Hmm. So he was, he was okay. penalized right. quite harshly, yeah. um, for, especially for the time right. and for as, as white a sport as hockey is. Um, so, so the reason that I, that I gave you forgiveness as a, as a term here for <laughs> hockey is when he was named the executive, uh, the assistant executive director to USA Hockey, this whole thing came right back right. up. Of, of, sure. Because of course it did. Yeah. Right. Um, and which there it, which was it should. A hundred percent. Yes. And so there was, you know, a lot of conversation. Um, colorofhockey.com, they do, um, they did a lot of really good reporting on this. They actually had, um, one-on-one conversation with him they that site wasn't invited to the press conference about this but they were able to have a one-on-one conversation with him and the thing that stuck struck out stuck out to me um the thing that struck me was one of the things he said was i know that i've been forgiven and i'm strong in my faith wow and then and then the next paragraph says he's he hasn't spoken to trevor daly who mm-hmm. he called the N-word. Right. So but he's been forgiven, but not by the person who he harmed. But that's, the I mean, context that's of what you evangelical read, dog whistle. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it sounded like a yeah. forgiven yeah. in the right. mm-hmm. Christian, quote-unquote Christian sense. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. The, the evangelical and, sense, please. Yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, That's why I put the quote-unquote around Christian. Yeah, but... <laughs> not not far enough, gotcha. No, thank you. And the listeners couldn't hear your, your air quotes. That's I said quote-unquote. Oh, okay. Um, you know, the, the part of the problem with this is also that he did this to a 19-year-old, oh. and now he is in charge of 18 19 and 19-year-olds 19 old. yeah. once again. Yeah. Now... I did not look. I do not know how many players of color there are on this this Olympic team. I suspect there are very few, if any. Probably. But that doesn't really matter. Because no. yep. if he's willing to use that word to a black player, to his yep. face, he's yep. going to be willing to use it when there are no black players around. Well, and, and it, it just, just seems also... like a really terrible choice as a role model yes. for people in this sport. Yep. And it also indicates that he is more than willing to make players, you know, uncomfortable and or be abusive toward them. So what other ways would he be willing to do those things rather than just racism? It's an open question, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure is. And and, um, men's hockey does not have a very good reputation for being, you know, particularly nurturing or caring. They have a great reputation for being dicks. (laughs) <laughs> like for being horrible to children <laughs> like it's this like rich white male power structure mm-hmm. at play that you know mm-hmm. we see time and time again yep in fact um yeah but on the flip side oh also um the the team hasn't historically done like spectacularly like no. in usa in in men's usa hockey history um they I didn't even write down. Uh, this is in, the in, men's Olympic soccer thing all over again. Yeah, yeah. It, they're okay, they're so not even historically with the, spectacular. Even with the NHL players Correct. on the team, they're not great. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Um, on the flip side, the women's team, mm-hmm. um, let's see. In 1998, the Nagano Olympics was the first time that women's hockey was in the games. The U.S. women won gold that year. Um, they have medaled in all six appearances to date. Um, they won gold in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, and... so it really is a soccer situation all over again. Yeah, no, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it exactly is. And and of the 23 players on the roster, only eight of them have not been to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The other so, fun fact about the uh, U.S. American women's uh, hockey team is that their uh, captains keep marrying the captains of the Canadian women's hockey team. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So I knew this had happened. What I didn't know was that it has apparently happened, I think, three times. Yeah. Okay, that's a pattern now. Yeah. 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 The photos are adorable. They really are. I encourage everybody to Google. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, of course it's adorable, but, you know, part of it also is, when you're not playing for your country, there's yeah. barely, there's only one place you can play and there are only right. six teams. So right. you're These bound to get to know each other quite well. well. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But it's still, but still, it really uh, is like a Hallmark movie. Oh. Like you take over no, that absolutely. captaincy and yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Enemies to lovers, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the, so the players from, uh, on this, this, um, Olympic team are from the professional 
mm-hmm. women's hockey players association teams, collegiate and uh, women's hockey leagues. So mm-hmm. um, I don't don't waste your time with the U.S. men's. Yeah. Uh, watch watch the women's because they're probably gonna play really fucking amazing. Uh, and they're not. And maybe like somebody will get married. Organization. <laughs> yes, and maybe somebody will get married. <laughs> Oh man, and like they're smooching on the ice. On Olympic ice, that oh would be amazing. <laughs> that would be adorable. Oh, yes. let's manifest that. Yeah. That'd be terrific. Yeah. So go USA women's hockey. Yay. Well, thank you, Rebecca. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us about that? Or or shall we just end there hoping for a lesbian proposal on Olympic ice? <laughs> let's do that. Okay, great. Uh if such a thing happens, where will we be tweeting about it? Uh, we will be screaming it from the <laughs> rooftops. So yes, fair. just listen, just like open your window and you'll hear us. Uh, but <laughs> we will also be tweeting it uh, uh, at Pod on Twitter, at Podcast on Instagram, and probably on our website at fellpuckpodcast.net. Mm-hmm. All right. And I would like to thank Joe for doing our editing and Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our music. And I would like to encourage everybody to leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast distributor site of your choice and to share the good news of Foul Puck Pod with your friends, your neighbors, your uh, co-workers, and anybody who might be watching the Winter Olympics, which is probably a lot of people. So, Speaking of evangelical. Around. Yep. <laughs> I have those proselytizing, proselytizing skills somewhere. May as well put them to use. <laughs> We can send pamphlets if you need something for your door-to-door knocking. In the meantime, thank you Dick for listening tracks. to... Sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> join us for our next episodes uh, on the Winter Olympics. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.